Welcome to the DHB, where Hillary and Sonia will give monthly tips to help you thrive in both your personal and professional lives. To do a deeper dive into these concepts, check out our membership and consulting pages at thedheffect.com. Oh my gosh, Hillary, can you believe this is our 100th episode of the DH Effect? And we have so much to be grateful for and so much to look forward to when we when it comes to next year. Oh, we really do. We started the DH podcast just because we were enjoying having really authentic conversations. And we thought, well, maybe we can model what those look like and they feel like. But we never imagined it would grow into a business where now we help individuals and companies connect with their hearts and each other. That we have memberships, we have workshops, we have keynotes, we have consulting. We didn't see this coming. (laughs) (laughs) And yet we did. Yeah, we we did. We trusted each other. We trusted the DH effect that we were creating. And before we tell you all about what is coming up in 2023, we want to share and take some time to look back at 2022. And during this time, maybe it's igniting some of your favorites. So please share them in the comments, reach out to us. What were your favorites? But let me start. So Hillary, if we were to think about your favorite podcast episode, what would it be? Out of all 100 episodes? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, here's the thing is, is and this is the honest truth, and, and I think you can probably agree with this because I know you. Uh, But I feel like every week, if you would ask me, I would say the podcast we just did, because we really do sink into these moments where our people that we interview, they become our family, and we stay connected to them, and we truly want the best for them. And so it's hard. I feel like you're asking me to pick a child. Um, But two that stand out in my mind personally, and then I can't, I want to hear yours too, two that stand out in my mind one was Sean Derrick. Um, he was the beginning, our very first one of January in January of 2022. And I, first of all, I just love his energy and he's freaking hilarious. Second, he had really helped me in a moment that I needed something as a, as a speaker. He gave me a little bit, um, a little bit of energy that I needed. But when he talked about following your theme, not your dream, there's this beauty in that, that has, I've shared that with so many people. And I loved how profound that moment was. I think it was so helpful for so many people. We all think we're supposed to have one thing. And instead it was really, no, you're just continue to follow those things that light you up. Um, And then the second one, I think for different reasons would be uh, Stephanie Rice, who is one of our members who has an amazing evolution and transformation. She has gone through in her life. And she's gone from having dissociative identity disorder to being fully blended and now sharing that with others. Mm. And this was the first time she truly on a large scale shared her story and the pride and the joy and the love that I know we both felt Mm. uh, makes that one pretty darn special to me. But how about you? Oh, thank you. Filling me up. Uh, uh, And we always say, may you have the courage to live with a decided heart. And I'm thinking of Stephanie and that courage was modeling what it is, that first step of of creating that ripple effect. Okay, for me, and you are so right, it was really hard. And that's why I'm (laughs) so glad to point it to you first. I mean, I can't help. I mean, I still see the the vivid image, um, the beauty of brokenness Mm. with Matthew um, uh, Brackett, his story about serving 
you know, as a priest in the Marines and, you know, the, the imagery of the Japanese bowl and that although there are things in our lives that do shatter and bro- break, that we can find that, that it's gold, right? The material of that gold glue that can put those pieces together, it will never be the same, but we can always carry that with us as something different and something that we can honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been our most popular uh, yeah. episode as well. So yeah. I think, think over a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Maybe. for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to cheat because I also have another one. When we interviewed Ali and Jack McGuire of the, <laughs> of Awareness Ties, they they creatively, boldly um, change our world with with stories that elevate humanity um, with Aware Now magazine. But what struck me, I mean, I'm I'm so inspired by the content that they put out in the world and the people that they have uh, created behind this effort. But it's their sense of belonging to each other. Mm. I mean, that to me, seeing them too, and we don't interview two people together often, Mm-mm. but the synergy between them two was just so beautifully authentic. And so that is a, that is a light also in my heart. Uh, that is so true. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it in my head right now. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, go back and see, you'll see they're just so bonded and, and they, and they genuinely are not in competition with one another. They just beautifully lift the other. It's just mm-hmm. so gorgeous. You're yeah. absolutely right. Okay. okay. So yeah, now we're moving on to the next one. Uh, membership experience. So for those who don't know, we have the DHE um, membership, friends with benefits, we call it. And um, that includes an energy infuser. And then we have these extra in-person and sometimes online activities that we do. So what was your favorite membership experience? So many wonderful experiences, but the most memorable and beautiful experience was our burlesque Latin therapy dancing lesson taught by um, a beautiful, we call her, uh, she actually, she's known by Rena, which means queen in Spanish, mm. but Jenny Viveros. Uh, and she was also a podcast guest as well. But the welcoming, the inclusivity of us being really in discomfort mm-hmm. of burlesque dancing was the most powerful experience that I've seen within myself and then just witnessing others unfold in their bodies, hearts, and minds. Yeah. It was really about belonging to our bodies. I mean, it really was like belonging to our bodies and then, and then being able to share that outward. It was such a special thing and it was on my birthday. So that was even more special. You were, you just were the the most graceful host there and gracious host. Um, But it really, truly, I know everyone who was there left really being in love with who, with them, with their bodies. There's so, so many times the world tells us to, to not like pieces of ourselves. And she just really was so healing and mm. helping us embrace the, every curve. Mm, thank you, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jenny. Okay. So for Hillary, what is a favorite client experience that you've had? Oh gosh, we've had some pretty cool ones this year, haven't we? We've had some really neat ones. So I think one of the things that came to us this year that has been so inspiring and really fueled my heart 
was we're working with a top pharmaceutical company that specifically the team we've been working with is working in oncology and their goal is to defeat cancer. And so to be able to work with a team, to get them to move faster, better in a way that's more connected in being amazing leaders and fueling themselves so that they have more to give to their patients. To me, that has been such a profoundly moving thing to be a part of, to know that in some small way, we're helping to defeat cancer with the decided heart effect. For sure. And and and, and witnessing the growth unfold, it just verifies that the DH effect to me, it's like breathing. Like it's not a supplement thing. This it is the thing. It is the thing. And the steps can be really small and profound. And it, yeah, witnessing that growth was just so inspiring. So, well, and it's so funny because some of them, you know, it's, it's some of the people that we worked with, the earlier questions were things like, well, how do we incorporate this outside of a meeting or outside yes. of this? I remember that. If you don't incorporate this, you live this. You live the DH way. You live in a way where you're looking for the best in others. You live in a way where you are defining what success looks like for one another, where you're coming together and having community agreements, where you're holding each other accountable and watching that transition and how effortless it has become and how much more they know each other. I, I think that's one of my favorite. This wasn't this particular group, but, but, but I've heard this over and over again when we do something. I think my favorite thing I hear is, gosh, I've known this person for so long and I've just gotten to know them on a deeper level in 90 minutes than in all the years I've known them before. And then I'm like, yes, that's what this is about. Yeah. And just to summarize, you know, that transformation from no longer saying we do this to saying we are this. Yes. I love it. Okay. So for the master classes, we have 12. So with our membership, we've hosted um, a masterclass every month uh, and they were themed, you know, in terms of the components that really, truly help us live with a decided heart. I'm going to put you on the spot, Hillary. Which one was your favorite one? Oh, this doesn't feel fair because I just had to answer one. I feel like you should be answering first, but fine. Um, It's okay. Uh, you know what? I think for me, it was companioning. I will always go back to companioning. And that's really that heart method, that process of how we can walk alongside one another as we are resolving um, hard feelings, big feelings, difficult scenarios. And really because it is what started me on my own journey 20 years ago. So it's so meaningful to me. I really found it to be every time we get the opportunity to teach it, it just brings me so much joy. It's one of those things where people are saying, what is that? I want to learn that. There's a tangible, it's a tangible tool, although it's not as, you know, like a sequential, like you have to get through these five steps to do it. But it's just something that many of our people have said, have asked and requested us to teach. So for sure. I love that. Okay. So I got here. What about you? I'm going to, for me, it's this, this one coming for December, our celebrating or decided heart. And we're, we're celebrating now you and I, but I think we don't do it enough in our, in our lives and our very busy, uh, our meaning general. Mm-hmm. And what I'm honoring is that our members have gone through a full year 
of a DH curriculum of truly committed to living with a decided heart. And our people have shown up each and every month. And to celebrate that, to really stop and pause and settle in that space, to reflect it and honor it, to me, that is like, I mean, I got chills already just thinking about my brain receiving that message and saying, yes, Sonia, you have grown. You are living with a decided heart. So that that's truly my favorite. I love that. That's so cool. That celebration. And you've done such a great job. We have some surprises coming up for our members mm-hmm. and you did such a great job curating a few little, little fun surprises. That's what brings you joy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So for, you mentioned our energy infusers a bit for our members. Is there a particular moment that was profound to you during this past year? You know, the funny thing is, I think every feel, I feel like there's profound moments every single week. Don't you, don't you feel that way? Yeah, I really do. But the, the moment that sticks out to me, Sonia is, um, I think it was May or June. I think it was May. We were about halfway through the year and we looked at each other and we went, our people have grown so much. They're ready for a new framework. They're ready for a new model. So we were planning on doing the same framework all year and halfway through the year, seeing their growth meant we had to, we had to grow as well. Uh, and I love that. I mean, that's the goal, right? Like that. And we're like, dang, this happened faster than we thought. And it's beautiful. So it was a celebration to really have the opportunity, I think, to, to rewrite that, to stretch them in new ways. And I can already see them leveling up again to the point where we'll, we'll probably have to do it again, <laughs> level up again soon. Yeah, I totally agree with yeah. that. It's so awesome. Yeah. And what about just in general, when you, how about, how about the idea? We also have a virtue every, every week we have a virtue of the week. And mm-hmm. um, for those who don't know what the virtues are, that is something that that there is a list from the virtues project that we use and we draw from every week. And then we try to see how that word informs. We all have them. They're all innate to all of us. Sometimes we have to de- develop them more. Sometimes they're overdeveloped and sometimes they're just right. It's a little Goldilocks for you. Um, but we really took the time to delve into these words and how they were showing up in our life. So what word, what virtue word really spoke to you this year? Um, and, you know, it's it's really great because every time that a word comes up, we're all like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so every word has a special place, you know, in terms of me and my growth. But the one that was really profound was creativity because it shifted what I was defining it for so long which included puffy paint and glitter and sequence to really being a creative problem solver. And that week when it was pulled up, I maximized and peaked the level of problem solving in the most creative ways possible. So that was mine. How about yours? You know, I have to tell you just for a quick second that, that um, bubbles something up for me though, uh, quickly the creativity piece I love that you were talking about it from a problem solving standpoint too, because so many times people hear creativity and they think, oh, I'm not an artist or I don't play music or whatever. And I actually have been in the room where somebody has complimented, especially a boy on creativity. And I had a boy that was like seventh or eighth grade and he burst into tears when he was called creative. We're like, wait, why? And he had this thing from his dad in his mind 
that creativity is no good. And that's going to, I mean, he sort of had this whole narrative that that meant that he was girly or that he was this or that. I mean, we won't even go there for that, but it brought up this. And then when I sat there and I explained to him that, first of all, he gets to be creative however he wants. Second of all, he can be artistic and that doesn't signal anything. And even if it did, we accept all parts of you. <laughs> but then the next piece of it was, but creative problem solver, an engineer is extremely creative. And it was like, oh, so anyway, sorry, that was just as you were explaining. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us do think of the puffy pain, like, you know, that side. So uh, yeah, so hopefully during this conversation, maybe we have some listeners like, oh, yeah, let me think about that origin for me, and where where I can grow from in terms of redefining creativity. Yes, I love that. I think we all are artists in our own way, but it's just a little different sometimes. Um, And so for me is wonder. I love the word wonder. And, uh, you know, I think curiosity is the cure for most things. Uh, Asking the question, getting curious about our emotions, being curious about the world around us, being curious about other points of view, having wonder in nature and, and really looking for the wonder in life. It just, I am, I see you smiling too. It's like (laughs) that whole idea of wonder makes me feel more joyful in my life and more present because when you're actually looking for the things around you that bring wonder, you have to be acutely present in your life. Yeah, totally have embraced wonder. It has changed my mindfulness and everyone knows about me in my backyard and being really up close to the pollen and the flowers. And there's so much beauty when we can be still in our wonder. So, so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So are we ready to talk about membership next I, year? I think we are. So one thing that, you know, when, when, you, you know, you and I, we started during the pandemic mm-hmm. and our offerings to 2022 was really to um, accommodate to, we're not maybe ready for all in-person things. So we had a lot of virtual events and our master classes are virtual, but we're like, okay, we did have some in person, which created so much excitement. Yes. The one most profound feedback that we've gotten was the energy infusers. They, you know, our members say that it was the, the growth that happens on a weekly basis just for 30 minutes was huge. So we're keeping those mm-hmm. So energy infusers are staying and well, and those are every Monday morning. We may yes. offer them twice. We, we're probably going to offer them at seven and then twelve Pacific uh, Pacific time. But you know, we'll we'll look at at uh, what what everybody is interested in, whether we do that twelve o'clock or not. We did. We get a lot of people showing up at seven, but a few people said they would like it later. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but we're also going to be doing all kinds of really fun in-person things, Um, as well as there'll be a few online things as well. But we also have experiences, for example, we're going to be starting to work with a local spa here. We're going to do a couple camping retreats. We've got a ballroom dancing thing planned. There's some self-defense, some wine tasting. And the thing is, is all of these things are different because there will, you know, it's going to be a DH learning experience, right? We curate these things. Yes, they're fun. Yes, they're joyful, but they're all designed to help you grow in some way. Oh gosh, I can't wait. It's one of those experiences close to uh, the burlesque dancing. It's uh, if we can integrate the physical, the fun and the learning, that's long-term growth. That's sustainability. And, and we're inviting 
our members will get a discount. And it might be others that might want to join us to get an experience of what the DH effect is about. So that's going to, you know, stay tuned for that. We're going to have that all up on our website. Uh, and so we kind of were closing up, but in terms of something that we're most proud of, of the year. Yeah. You know, I think we never pictured when we got together in 2020 that we would be sitting here, you know, then in 2021, I think it was in um, maybe July or something. I believe it was July. We started talking to Katya Armistead about Dr. Katya, about uh, how can we impact on a larger basis? How can we turn these little moments that we have into something that can create a ripple effect and create sustainable change within organizations, within communities, within homes. And we worked really hard to put some ideas together. And all of a sudden, I shouldn't say all of a sudden, but it kind of was that way. We were getting contacted by people who knew us that said, hey, you know, we know y'all know about leadership. So can you help us? And there was in particular a, a company that is also happens to be a biotech company that is going through a lot of leadership change. And we ended up doing a, a listening tour discovery with their people and doing a 360 leadership practice inventory with their and all their executive leaders and really getting the sense of, of trust with them and helping them trust each other and, and continuing that relationship. It felt like we were in the right place at the right time to be able to help them transform themselves into who they needed to be as a group in order to be able to do these masterful, amazing things that they are doing within the biotech industry. Again, once again, to save lives, ultimately to save lives. Amazing. You know, I'm going to cheat. We're not supposed to cheer until the very end, but I'm just going to cheer to that. Uh, cheers to that. Cheers. Oh, ding. <laughs> what, what do you think we really learned or what were some of the challenges? For, for both you and I, and I think, I think it's just the, the awareness of just our society and what the value of the busyness uh, you have been so great in being kind of my um, reminder that we are doing too much of human doing. <laughs> uh, that the doing is not the value. The checking off is not the value. It's the human being. It's the belonging. It's the compassion to one another. It's the intentionally slowing down the pace uh, I have to just say, you know, in terms of a, a challenge personally between you, you know, and I, we so believe and so passionate about the DH effect that we sometimes will find ourselves in that freeway of doing, doing, doing. Uh, and so that lesson learned, and we've actually been very intentional with our agendas. When's our celebration? Let's pause. What did we do that was right this week? And I felt like that was huge huge learning is don't, oh, don't be the human doing, be the human being that's doing things. <laughs> so. I, I love that you said that because I think what's so important is we want to pour into other people. Mm -hmm. We really do, but we can't do that if we're empty, you know, and, and I think, or you, or we'll find a way to do it, but then at what cost? 
So I think that, you know, we continue to hold each other accountable. I'm so grateful to you for that too. You always infuse fun and, and creativity and nurturing in as well. So I do think that that together, you know, that's a great learning and something we continue to work through is, is how we can balance all of those things and then teach our, because if we're not doing it, how can we teach others to do it? Right. <laughs> and then the vulnerability is we're, we're not, you know, we're working through it as well, but we are very intentional about when we say acknowledging, welcoming in when, it, when the, when that busyness or the head trash or the imposter comes in, we'll pause and say, oh, come on in. So that that's the work that we're all doing as human beings. And that's why it makes it so powerful is that we are trying to model not the it at the outcome, but the process of getting to being better human beings, which I think we are. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I hope I hope every day I'm better than I was the day before for the most part, oh, right? Gosh, you are. Oh my gosh, for sure. You too, sister. You too. And I would love to just end as we're closing out and just share that we are all, we, we do think that celebrations are really important. We are going to be celebrating with Katya next week. As a matter of fact, she's up in a different, a different town. So we have to travel up to, to celebrate with her, but we have been so grateful for all of the opportunities we've had, the companies we've worked with, the clients, one-on-one clients we've had, the families we've worked with, uh, the, the, um, the podcasts, the guests we've had, the keynotes, all of the things that we have have in our membership. And we're looking forward to a 2023 that's going to be filled with with much more of the same and some new things as well. You know, our parenting cohorts, stay tuned for that. And some retreats that are well-needed opportunities for everybody to just pause and sink in and really have a little bit of space. So I, I'm I'm excited. We've just begun. We've just begun. And I just want to honor you, Hillary. You, and I hope I, okay, I'm going to cheer up, but that's okay. Cause it's that these are the emotions coming up, but just your excellence, your service, your passion. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't walk alongside anyone else. Like this has been, it's not just a partner that we partnership that we have. It is true love and belonging to one another. And I'm just very grateful for that. Oh my gosh, me too. I know now you're making me cry. My brain is like, oh, I can think of you're all the virtues. You're all the virtues. No, I, I, you know, I think it's funny because, um, you know, what you said, I feel like is reflected right back at you. Um, I'm really grateful for, for what you had to say. But the funny thing is, is that in our relationship, as much as you bring the fun, I also think that you bring so much peace, um, which is when you're a tigger is really hard to find sometimes. And I am so appreciative of the peace and nurturing and love that you bring to the space. And, you know, we define joy as peaceful contentment and, and you embody that so much. So uh, I appreciate the fact that you're always a touchstone to that. So thank you. Well, I guess we'll close then. So (laughs) everyone, please be sure like subscribe to our newsletter on our website, the dheffect.com. So you can be an informed on all the great things coming up next year, like the weekly energy infusers retreats, the monthly in-person experiences, or maybe you are part of a group organization or corporation that is interested in learning more about what we can do um, in terms of the DH effect in your company. We do discovery calls. So reach out to us to schedule your discovery call so we can get really deep in, in creating strategy to create the high trust that is needed, the belonging, the unity for success. 
Absolutely. I love it. Well, we're going to end with a toast. I'm going to make you say the last part with me, okay? Yes. All right. So, everyone, cheers to all of this. Cheers to all of you. Cheers to what's to come. And until next year, may you have the courage to live with a decided priority.